Welcome back to another AllHoosiers.com podcast. I'm Tony Adrania, and I'm joined by AllHoosiers.com recruiting analyst Justin Albert. Justin, how are you? I'm good, Tony. Thanks for having me. It's good to finally be on board and getting to work with All Hoosiers. Uh, just kind of give us a little synopsis or just of what you're going to be doing with AllHoosiers.com. Yeah, I'll be primarily covering uh, basketball recruiting, but I'll also be helping out uh, on the basketball and football beats and probably everywhere in between, probably some soccer, some baseball when we get to that point. But uh, primarily basketball recruiting, I'll try to keep everybody up to date with where Indiana stands on some of the nation's top prospects. Um, For those of you who don't uh, know you or know your background, which I'm sure most do, but just kind of give a background on what you've done with IU in the past and how you've covered them. Yeah, I covered uh, the, the football team for two years. Uh, it's been two or three years now, but for the, the student paper, the IDS. Um, and then I've most recently coming from InsideTheHall.com, where I've covered IU and IU basketball and basketball recruiting for the last two years now. So uh, kind of doing it somewhere similar thing over here, but mixing in some other stuff, too, so I have that, that basketball and football background, so it should be good. Awesome, and so let's just dig right into some recruiting uh, stuff today. Uh, first off, IU, uh, James Blackman decommitted, uh, and seemed like fans kind of were down for, for a week or two, but uh, just kind of walk who's your fans off the ledge and tell them why they should be pretty positive right now about IU's recruiting trail. Yeah, the Blackman thing was obviously a surprise to a lot of us and uh, a negative for Indiana just because they still don't have anybody committed now for the 2014 class, and and that was the class that was looking good a few years ago with, with Blackman and Trey Lyles, and now both are decommitted. But like you mentioned, there's there's a lot of positives going on with recruiting right now. There's uh, a couple of official visits that will be taken this weekend. Robert Johnson, a guard in the 2014 class, he'll play off the ball in college. Um, he's from Virginia and in the Boo Williams program, just like Troy Williams, who will be a freshman this year, uh, was. So um, there's some familiar some familiarity here. Um, he's going to come in for an official visit this weekend. His family will be with him. Uh, his AAU coach, Boo Williams, will be with him. And... From everything I'm hearing, Indiana continues to be the leader with him, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if by the end of the weekend you, you hear that Robert Johnson has committed to Indiana, and, and that would certainly be a big uh, a big factor in turning fans' opinions around and, and their moods around a little bit after the Blackman news. Uh, 2015 guard Malachi Richardson will also be in this weekend. He's one of the top-rated prospects, the number three-rated uh, small forward in the 2015 class. Still kind of early on him, but Indiana's been recruiting him hard for some time now, so they're in pretty good shape there. Uh, and then the rest of the 2014 class, Isaiah Whitehead told me yesterday that he'll take a vi- uh, an official visit to Indiana. His visits will be to Indiana, UCLA, and Minnesota. Indiana will be first, and, and that's the guy that didn't start recruiting until the day after uh, Blackman decommitted, and he's a top 15 prospect in the 2014 class. So that just kind of shows you how Indiana is viewed by some national people. Whitehead's a kid from Brooklyn, not even from the area, and uh, he's going to take his first official visit to Indiana sometime in September. So they're in pretty good shape. There's some other names uh, we can get into uh, if you want to, but that's kind of where they're at right now. 
the top of the 2014 class, focusing primarily at this point on guards? Um, some, a question that some fans have is, say Indiana does receive a commitment from Robert Johnson after this weekend, how does that affect Isaiah Whitehead, being that they both will probably play off the ball uh, as guards for Indiana? Yeah, I don't really see it affecting it. Too, uh, I mean, I don't see it affecting it in a negative way too much. I, I think Whitehead and Robert Johnson, and I think this is what Indiana is telling them too, is that those two can play together. Those two can play together on the court. Because as we've seen in the past with Tom Crean's system, he, he plays three guards at times. Whitehead can play point guard um, at times. He, he's been described as a, a point guard with a scorer's mentality. So um, kind of in that Derrick Rose mold, he doesn't look to pass first, so he, he will probably play primarily off the ball in college. But I could see Whitehead and Robert Johnson playing together at times in the backcourt. They both have some size, both about 6'4". Um, so I don't think if Robert Johnson commits this weekend, that's going to affect uh, Indiana's chances to get Whitehead negatively. I mean, it could it could help it. I, I know those kids are familiar with one, one another, and – both of them continue to climb the board. I think in Scouts' new top 100 release today, uh, Johnson went up about 10 or 15 spots, and Whitehead went from 17 to 12. So both of those guys continue to climb, and they could make up a pretty good backcourt for Indiana in the future. I certainly agree. And um, you mentioned today on the forum, the allhooters.com forum, that Indiana was no longer targeting Trayvon Blewett. So what have you been hearing there? Yeah, it's just a situation where I think he's been recruited by so many schools over the years, and uh, I never really got the got the feeling over the years that he would end up at Indiana. He just never seemed that into Indiana. He came down to see uh former high school uh, teammate Yogi Ferrell play at times, so he's been down to Bloomington at times. I never really saw them uh, being his landing spot just because um, I, I just don't see him fitting that well. He may, he maybe fits better out of UCLA. He's just not really the type of the player Indiana typically targets. A little bit soft on the defensive end. He's a great scorer, a great offensive player. He can maybe uh, turn into more of an all-around player depending on the, the program he ends up in college. But I, I've been hearing that Indiana is no longer recruiting him and he's, he's no longer a target even though they were in his uh, updated list that was released sometime last week. And we've talked about the guards that Indiana is recruiting a little bit. What what have you heard uh, from Indiana on the recruiting trail in terms of the front court? Yeah, um, they continue to obviously yesterday. Uh, good luck, Okanobo, one of the top shop walkers, one of the top centers in next year's class. Went, uh, cut his list of five, and Indiana was on that. So I expect him to start scheduling his visits here soon, and he'll probably take an official visit to Indiana sometime next month or in October before the November signing period because he plans to sign early. So they're in, they're in pretty good shape there. Um, Duke may be a factor. They're also in his top five, but they're also recruiting some of the some big men ranked up ahead of him in the 2014 class. So if they were to get them, then they probably run. They come out of the good luck sweepstakes a little bit, and maybe Indiana has a better chance of landing him. Um, they're also recruiting Michael Humphrey, uh, He's still ranked outside the top 100, even in scouts' latest uh, rankings. But he's a kid that has grown seven or eight inches in the last 12 months. He's six foot ten now uh, from Phoenix, and from what I'm hearing, Indiana's in his top two, along with Louisville at this point. He cut his list of 13 a couple weeks ago, but 
Um, Indiana's right at the top of that, and, and he'll definitely take an official visit here sometime in the fall. Um, and then non-centers in the front court, LaRon Black cut his list or scheduled his visits. He's down to four schools. Indiana's one of them. He'll visit uh, next month. And then Devin Robinson, who's one of the fastest rising kids in the 2014 class. He was ranked outside the top 100 at this time last year. Now he's up in the top 25. I think he's ranked 24 in the latest top 100. And he's well, he's got probably top five potential uh, in the NBA draft in a couple of years if he if he develops the way that people project that he will. And, and Indiana's still in on recruiting him. No official visits or anything scheduled, but um, they're still right there with him as well. Uh, are there any, I mean, we've, we've talked a lot uh, about recruiting here. Are there, are there any younger guys that you're hearing Indiana, uh, you know, starting to be on the radar or, or anything of that sort? Well, they're getting a, a Chris Wilkes, a 2017 player. That's crazy that we're talking about that, but he's just a freshman in high school this year. Um, he's six foot six, extremely athletic. Still don't know a ton about him just because he's so young. But uh, Indiana is getting an unofficial visit from him on Friday, so he'll also be in with Malachi Richardson and and Robert Johnson. So it's it's going to be a pretty busy weekend here uh, in Bloomington for Indiana basketball, and, and maybe the dominoes start to fall and they get a they get a commitment by the end of the weekend. Certainly, and you mentioned that you'll be doing uh, a lot of Indiana basketball and IU recruiting stuff. We also be helping out with the football beat the IU football team. Uh, kicks off uh, in eight days. Uh, what are your overall impressions from them, and just kind of what are you expecting on the season? Yeah, I mean, I think most of what we've heard about the team has, has been positive. I mean, they they have a good recruiting class coming in, especially on the defensive front line, which I think will help a lot. That's obviously, as we both know, has been a weakness for this the football team over the course the last five or so years, and certainly during Kevin Wilson's time here, they they can score, but they struggle to stop them on defense. And I think while they'll be young up front, they have some some good depth in certain areas, and I think they'll be a lot better on that end. And I think uh, once they get this quarterback situation figured out, which is still an ongoing process that's probably uh, talked about more than or it's probably made to be a bigger deal than it actually will be once the season starts. I think they'll be all right, and I, I think that we're probably looking at a, a six or seven win team here. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think I tabbed IU right at about seven and five. Um, I mean, you look at their schedule; they're they're eight home games. Um, the home games in, in the Big Ten are all very winnable, uh, plus some out of conference opponents. So I think they've got a favorable schedule. Like you mentioned, and like Coach Wilson has mentioned a few times, that Indiana's just more talented than they've been since he's been here, and I think that's uh, that's obviously very important. So uh, they'll be fun to watch. I think you mentioned that quarterback battle um, when it's been talked about a lot on the AllHoosiers.com forums. I mean, I just I think I would be shocked if I didn't see Troy or Troy Trey Roberson lining up under center. What about you? Yeah, I think he has to be the guy to beat. He's he uh, before he got injured last year, he was starting to learn, and I think it's taken him time to learn under Kevin Wilson to not be a running quarterback, to stay in the pocket and throw. And and we were starting to see him have a lot of success like that. And if he stays 
healthy last year. They're probably a bowl team, but he didn't, and and now he's back. And I think the injury will probably uh, encourage him to maybe stay in the pocket even more uh, and not try and be the scrambler that he was in high school and uh, throughout his freshman season here. So I think he has to be the guy to be at this point. Yeah, I certainly agree. And there's there's been a couple reports out there that uh, Indiana – they're not afraid to possibly look at a two quarterback system. Um, and, you know, everything I've seen from, from that usually doesn't work. I mean, you can look back to Florida with Chris Leak and Tim Tebow. That's really the last time I can really, I really saw that working. But to me, I don't think that would suit Indiana well. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree with you there. I, I'd like to see them pick one guy and stick with him. Uh, and then if they replace him, stick with the new guy. I don't really like the, the flipping back and forth because I don't think either quarterback in that situation ever really knows where he stands, uh, always feels like there's somebody looking over his shoulder. You need to pick a guy, and whether he struggles for the first couple games or not, stick with him so he feels like he has the confidence of the coaching staff, and, and uh, eventually he'll probably be better for it. If you if you feel like there's a guy looking over your shoulder or you could be pulled this series and only get every, every other series, you don't really find your rhythm, you don't really feel like you have the confidence of the staff. Uh, behind you, and that that usually doesn't work, like you mentioned. There's some rare cases where it does, but I, I'd like to see him pick one guy, stick it with him throughout the course of the year, and, and they'll probably be better for that. Yeah, I, I certainly agree with that. Um, so yeah, that's that's basically all we have for today. We just wanted to talk a little little bit about the recruiting trail, a little bit about uh, the football team. We'll be doing these podcasts weekly. Any final thoughts from you, Justin? No, it was fun to get on, Tony. I, I enjoyed getting on for the first time, and hopefully we can make this a more regular thing and and uh, get keep everybody up to date on the recruiting trail. I'll try to do that on the site as well, but these podcasts will be fun, a fun way to do that. And with that, we're going to let you guys go. We do appreciate you listening to the allhoosiers.com podcast. For Justin Albers, I'm Tony Adrania, and thanks for listening. All right, awesome, man. Thanks a lot. No problem. I enjoyed it. All right. All right. I'll talk to you later, man. Um, actually, I did have one question for you, but I don't remember what the hell it was. I'll just shoot okay. you a text. Or I'll shoot you a text if I remember it. I don't, I don't remember what it was. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye.